0: This.
1: Anybody cocky. who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. His <laughs> early break
0: with Zip and Jig. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <coughs> Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and com. Once again, you can call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Saw this before we move on to more Nebraska stuff. Football. Yeah, football. It is football. Uh, <laughs> that I, I, was I don't think story. that Chris Kleiman is going to be in the conversation no. here.
1: No, thank you for bringing this up.
0: He's on the verge of a contract extension at Kansas State. He's one win away from, for sure, an extension, getting to nine wins in the season. But he's under contract through 2026 right now. But every time he leads the Wildcats to eight or more regular season victories, the season culminates in a bowl game. His contract is automatically extended by one year at a salary of $4.3 million. So he's about to get there. Now, again, if you paid Chris Kleiman $9 million, maybe, maybe he listens here. At that Nebraska. would be unreasonable. What's unreasonable for or what's reasonable for chris Kleiman? if he's making four point three four point three yeah, it's six
1: six I'd say it,
0: it, right now he's making three and a half actually now that that will increase to four million next year and four point three every remaining year of the deal I mean,
1: we're just playing a d here you know um, but I'd say five point five to six million would be the reasonable, but that's not happening. Climb oh, Clim- yeah. is not going to yeah. be Nebraska. I, I don't think Yeah, he's not. He's- no, Chris Climb is not going to be Nebraska's next head coach.
0: Saddens me. I like Chris Climb a lot. I know you do. You know I'm a big Chris Climb fan. Yeah. Big. He His, no.
1: I, I know, I, I'm with you on that. If, if they named Chris Climb, I'd be okay with it, but it's not happening. Yeah. Um, okay. Mickey Joseph also was on radio last night. Mickey Joseph interim head coach for Nebraska, there's an 11-year-old caller who asked Mickey about Nebraska's quarterback plan for Saturday, 11.07 a.m. against Wisconsin. Right now, Mickey said, Mickey, it looks like Casey Thompson will be ready to go. Hello. Now, then he tempered it. We'll We'll still go day by day with him, but today he looked really good. Now, how does that
0: change your well, it, outlook on the game? It brings a level of intrigue. I mean, I think right now, if I speaking to most people, if, if Casey does not play, there's just a level of doom because of what you've seen with the backups. There is. I hate this. like that. That's not me being over I, the top. It's the fact no. that this offense has scored twenty five or twenty five points in the last three games combined. Mm-hmm. They are, they're not moving the football. They're not scoring. No, I know. So that against a good defense. It's a good defense. It's not great yeah. defense. It's a good defense. They're top twenty in the nation. It's a good defense. It's good. It's not. It's not as good as last year. They had a hundred. They gave up Iowa one hundred forty-six yards. Of I offense. talked
1: to Patricus yesterday.
0: Jeff Patricus, Milwaukee <laughs> Journal Sentinel, yeah. good friend of ours,
1: and he said the words. It's a good defense. It's not as good as last year's because they lost those two inside linebackers to the NFL. Yeah. Um, Le- and Chanel and Leo Chanel, and he. And by the way, good news for you. I mean, I <laughs> guess me, not good. Not good news for you because you love Iowa. But he said was offensive line is awful that explains why wisconsin had six sacks against iowa he said Iowa's. he said their offense is obviously awful but their offensive line is awful
0: and they still are likely to win the big 10 west (laughs) now they gotta beat minnesota this week gotta
1: beat minnesota jake are you really picking
0: iowa to beat minnesota yes whoa what what did we just what have we said on this show Again, I don't like Iowa. I know it sounds like I do. I respect them. You just said yourself on Monday, Nebraska, Iowa has won 13 straight games in the month of November. They just win in this month. God, it's going to be like 17 did, degrees. Did Minnesota impress you when they came to Lincoln here? They look good no, to you? No, not, they didn't. They, they just looked They looked okay. very subpar, average at no, best. No, they looked okay. They looked extremely average, ordinary. Yeah. Ordinary. Well, that's how Iowa, too. Well, sure. Uh, but a, but except, a, I will give you this, not ordinary
1: on defense,
0: Iowa. Elite. Minnesota's defense is good. It's not it's not Iowa good, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Iowa's. Yeah, so advantage, yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Iowa's special teams are better than Minnesota's. They have two phases that are better who has than a,
1: Iowa's. was the best player in the field?
0: Minnesota. Probably Minnesota yeah. with Ibrahim, you yeah. know. Yeah. But. Then you got Cooper Dejean just but, making plays all over the place. Oh, yeah. punt returner thing. and defensive back. You bat.
1: almost got me kind of convinced here. Ibrahim's like that That whole notion of, well, they have the best players negated by the fact he's running into the best defense, yeah. one of the best defenses in the country. I think I Will Ibrahim get 100 against Iowa? That's a good question. Iowa's going to win that game. Anyway, Mickey.
0: Sorry, how do we get to Iowa? Cut talk.
1: Uh, right now, he said, it, <clears throat> via Wisconsin. Right now, via, that's how he got into it, via Wisconsin. Right now, it looks like Thompson will be ready to go, according to Joseph. He also, he also talked about how Tom Osborne meets with him every Monday at ten thirty. Um, Osborne is a good influence. Joseph says this: he's still sharp and still understands what this program needs to start winning again. Then, then Mickey says the magic words. We got to get back to the trenches. Get big boys in here on the offensive and defensive lines. Get some depth in there and get a competitive roster. See, Mickey has he a good – He gets it.
0: He gets it. He gets man. it. He completely understands. He gets it. Which is why, again, we pointed out last segment that I he's unlikely to get the head coaching job, but if he were to get it, it's because he understands what what it's going to take here, and he and he, can, he can recruit good players.
1: More from Mickey getting it. Yeah, here's more from Mickey getting it on the radio last night. He said assistants should always have a plan if they if if they're going to serve as a head coach. One, he says this. One of the things I wanted to do is bring back the physicality. That we're going to be physical again. We're going to run the ball and stop the run. Mickey is saying all the right things. Now Tom Osborne. I mean, when Frost was hired, I talked to Tom about that. That that Nebraska's got to bring back the physicality. Tom was all about that. Frost didn't do it. He didn't do it. He did not do it.
0: No. But but A didn't, little didn't late. we see that coming, though, possibly from him? A little bit. Was his UCF offense physical? <clears throat> no, but... Was, was Oregon's offense overly <clears throat> physical? But he said... I mean, yeah, I don't
1: remember what he said. It was a long time ago.
0: He said he was. Yeah, he
1: had mm-hmm. he had Royce Freeman at Oregon, and Royce Freeman's a big back, and they ran the hell out of him. Okay, they did. I mean, he had he had fifteen hundred yard seasons, Jake. More than that, he he went to sixteen hundred yards. I always bring up Royce Freeman. They ran him at Oregon. Frost was part of that.
0: But I'm not denying that. But what what was the type of offense though? Well, was, I mean, it was, it was just a, line him up physical and just. Well obviously the they middle. were they were
1: hammering the power game. Royce Freeman's a big back.
0: I mean probably a lot of power. He would be he would have been a good Big 10 back, that's for sure.
1: Oh man. Beauty.
0: Beauty. You love you love Royce Freeman. Oh, you love God.
1: One of your favorites. <laughs> yeah. Was, over the years. Yeah. Anyway, that, that so that was Mickey on radio. Um so so Casey's in it, we could be seeing Casey Thompson on Saturday. That's the big takeaway. Not that anybody seems to care about this game right now, but that helps a little bit in that regard,
0: right? Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, if in terms of fan optimism and hope, if Casey's playing, you, you have some hope. Yeah, and I don't want to say, listen, I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to retract what I just said. People care about this game, okay? They're, the tickets are sold. They're, gonna, they're They'll be, I don't think it'll be jam-packed, but it's a sellout. It will be a sellout, according to Trev. Few tickets remain. Obviously, people care about it. It's senior day. That's another thing. I don't. There's some things in this world that confuse me. Let me get to this. Mickey said between 28 and 30 guys will be honored on Saturday, including the 12 players who have exhausted their eligibility. 28 to 30 guys are going to walk on senior day? What the hell? Uh, oh, yeah. Who are we talking <laughs> what guys about? Guys
0: who're my hair. These are these yeah. walk-ons or backups we haven't seen before are just guys. Trey Palmer's not walking. Guys who are on the fence. Garrett Nelson's not walking. Yeah.
1: Guys who are on the fence. Like I wonder if O'Shawn Mathis is walking, possibly. We just junior, but as Mickey pointed out this year, um, a lot of guys walk twice, maybe walk three times. You know, I mean, COVID jacked it all up. It's fine. I don't care who walks and who doesn't. But but sometimes when you're watching this, don't just automatically assume that that guy walking, who's a junior, is not going to be back next year. He might be back next year. Colton Feist, Feist walked last year. He'll be.
0: He, he's going to walk again. He walked last year. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I as many times as you want yeah. to. I'll, yeah. I'll be back. I'll be. Back. Yeah. We'll do it again next year. <laughs> yeah.
1: Senior day's not doesn't have quite the impact he Okay, here's a text I want to
0: read before we get to break, and Rick Heyman. Um, this is from Joe on the text line. Joe, Joe P. You mentioned Tom Osborne was in, has been in discussion with Mickey Jones. He
1: talks to Mickey every Monday at 1030. All right, well. A.M. Joe P,
0: Joe P says this. I love Osborne, who will always have influence of the school team Husker Nation, but if he was in tune with what it takes for Nebraska to get back to winning, where has he been for the last eight to nine years?
1: I don't know. Depends if, depends if the head coach is willing to listen to him. Why wouldn't you want to listen to well, him? because here's why. I'll give you an example. I mean, I know Bo Pelini pretty well. Because Bo Pelini wanted to do things the way he wanted to do things. There's a lot of people when you're a head coach that try to tell you how to do things. Right? There are. Now, if you're a good head coach, you you stick to what you think is Right? Right? You don't just sign off on what even Tom Osborne says. I would. I would be inclined that way. But not everybody is. Strong leaders don't necessarily just, you know, just say, okay, I'll do what you say, coach. No. I mean, they they have ways. They're in that chair because they have strong beliefs about the the way to operate. That that makes sense? It does. I knew Bo. I know how Bo thought about that. Yeah, I respect Tom Osborne, but I'm the head coach. I'm the, I'm the one in the chair here. You know? Does that make sense? It makes sense. I think Scott was a little bit that way, Jake. I think Scott was well, a little bit it, that way. Well, it didn't
0: way. work out well for Scott Frost. No, I know. He could have used some more advice. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Hell, he could have used my advice. <laughs> Let alone Tom. Joe says, he follows up and says, It's Tom freaking Osborne. Strong leaders would want the education from a national championship-winning mm, so, yeah. coach, wouldn't I you guess,
1: think? Yeah, for sure you'd listen. I mean, and maybe take elements of it. Yeah, but people are people. They're complicated, you know? I don't know how that's going to work. Just wind. like us,
0: we're complicated. Yeah. Not that complicated, though. We're actually pretty simple people here. <laughs> Speak for yourself. We're simple people. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Heyman's Song of the Day is next on Early Break on the Ticket.